bringing hope to many around the globe, transforming lives into legacies. Live in Word with Pastor Mensah Otterville. And now, today's word. Two weeks ago, I started preaching on Lunch Out. I plan it to be a five-part series, and this is part number two. And the subtitle is, Let Down Your Nets. Let Down Your Nets. That's a subtitle. In part one, we looked at the encounter between Jesus and the Apostle Peter on the shores of the Lake Gennesaret. And the encounter led to Jesus telling Peter to launch out uh, into the deep. And uh, we learned that Jesus told Peter to launch out in two phases. First, to move away from the land and second, to go into the deep. And we said that in every launching expedition, there is always the first step you take just out of your comfort zone. And then the second step you take when you are stepping out into the unknown. And God is calling each one of us to launch out and do big things for him. I don't know about you, but I believe that this year uh, we're going to do great things for the Lord. You are also going to do great things for God. You're going to launch out. You're going to step out. You're going to do bold things. No matter what your experience is, God wants to use you to accomplish significant things for his glory, for his kingdom, and for the assignment that he has for you. So we go back to our text in Luke's gospel and chapter number 5. Luke chapter 5 and verses 3 to 4. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Launch out into the deep, let down your nets for a catch. There are three important elements in this story that I want to draw your attention to and their significance to what we want to accomplish in our lives and what Jesus did uh, for the apostle Peter. When Jesus Christ encounters us, he takes what we already have, which probably has not helped us, has been a failure, and he turns it around using the same elements to achieve his purpose in our lives. And there are three elements in this story I want you to pay attention to. The first element is what the Bible calls the deep. The deep uh, is a part of the sea, the deep part of the sea, and that is where the fish are. So Jesus comes to Peter and he says, Peter, there is a place, there is a place that you have to go fishing in, and he calls it the deep. You know, it is possible to launch out and launch big, but launch in the wrong place. It is possible to work hard and to work very determined and sincerely, but still work in the wrong location. It is possible for you to have a good intention, but be misplaced or mispositioned. Peter had spent the previous night 
in the same water fishing but nothing came out obviously he's been fishing in the wrong location you know one of the things we have to always remember in life being sincere and well intentioned is no guarantee that you will do well you can be very sincere hard working well intentioned and be wrongly positioned the deep represents a spot a place where god wants you to be positioned for each one of us there is an assigned place for our destiny and that's what jesus is telling peter launch out into the deep there is a spot there is a place that you have to launch to many times when we read the bible we we read the words and and the bible doesn't really tell us the full effect of what is happening so when we read for example the bible says jesus said something we only read jesus says something but we don't know whether he was smiling when he said it or he had frozen uh, uh squeezed his face when he said it whether he was uh happy when he said it whether he raised his hand when he said it much of the time the bible doesn't tell us it just tells us what he said we are left to use the power of our imagination to determine whether there were other actions body language associated with what Jesus is saying so i just want you to imagine that Jesus telling peter launch out into the deep how do you think he said it now if you were in a boat with somebody and you wanted the person to take the boat somewhere uh, would you have your hands by you and say launch out into the deep would you command like a military man that's not how you're going to do it jesus said launch out into the deep the bible doesn't tell us anything about what was happening around but i can imagine and it's not in the scripture but i can imagine it that when jesus said launch out into the deep his hands were not stuck by his side i believe as will happen to any normal human communication when he said launch out into the deep he pointed to a location he pointed somewhere so jesus is saying you are here but there is a spot you have to be in and that is where you are going to be that is the deep spot it's okay to work hard but it's better for us to be at the spot where God wants us to be because when you are at the spot where God wants you to be there is a confluence of activities of events that favor you launch out into the deep is not just going as you want but going to a specific spot that Jesus Christ wants you to be there is a place God wants you to be many of us are working in places and we're working hard and we are sincere and we're determined but we catch in nothing is it possible you are in the wrong place and is it possible god has a better location for you i believe god has a location for you and if you seek him it will point to your deep so that's the first element of the story the deep the location the place the fish is the place where your harvest is the place where your favor is the place where your breakthrough is the place where your abundance is there is a place i have to be and there is a place you have to be the second element you would notice is the boat there is a boat involved the boat is what is going to take peter from where he is to where the deep is where the fish are 
It's one thing knowing where to be. It's another thing knowing how to get there. Or having what it takes to get there. That's the boat. The boat is going to carry you from where you are to the place where God wants you to be. We need the mechanism that can move us from our place of frustration to God's place of fruitfulness. For Peter, it is the boat. The boat is what's going to take him to the deep. Without the boat, he may know there is a deep, but he can't get to the deep. You have to know where to be and you have to know how to get there. That's the boat. Third element in the story that I want you to pay attention to is the net. The net. The net is what catches and holds the fish. Now you can be in the right place. You can have the boat to take you to the right place. But if you have no net, you'll be in the right place with great fish around you, with great opportunity around you, but with no system to harvest the opportunities that are around you. Have you ever in life been in a place where opportunity is moving all around you, but you have nothing to use to get the opportunity? It's like when, if you were happen to be in a conversation of some big business, big shots, and they are talking about a position that has opened, and they say, "Oh, we need to have somebody to come and take care of this," and the person is going to be paid so much, and the amount they they mention makes your head spin. But then they start saying, "Oh, the person must have A, B, C, D qualification." That's the net he's going to use to harvest the opportunity, and you are there in the middle of opportunity, and you don't have the qualification. You don't have the net. So, for every good thing to happen to us, there has to be a place, the deep, where there is the fish. There has to be a boat that takes us there, and there has to be a net that takes us down to take the fish into the boat. All of the three must work together. All of the three must work together. For some of us, two are working together. We know where we must be. We know how to get there. We don't have what it takes to take advantage of the opportunity. And when that happens, your life can be very frustrating where you're always in the middle of opportunity but gaining nothing. You're in the middle of, of fish but you have no net. Or you have net but you are at the shore because you can't get to the deep. You have no boat. You don't need one to work for you or two to work for you. You need all three working together to work for you. The interesting thing is, Peter had all the three the previous night. He was in the water. He had a boat. He had a net. Still it wasn't working because there is a fourth factor. Jesus Christ must come in and put the pieces together. And that was what Peter was missing. He had all the ingredients but the soup was not cooked. 
It's like having all your ingredients. You have your tomatoes, you have your pepper, you have your garden eggs, you have your meat, and you have your salt, you have your onions, you have your hot water, you have a bowl, but there's no soup. Because if you put all these ingredients in at once, what will come out will be a pestilence to the human race. It will not be good. It will not be edible. Somebody must take all these elements and stir them up in the right proportion. And for Peter, that person was Jesus. Jesus encountered a failure from a highly qualified man and turned it to success. It's, it's possible in, you know, in life to be highly qualified. Have all the string of degrees. And still life is whipping you real bad. Because Jesus is not in the boat. So where was Jesus in all of this? The story tells us that Jesus was in the boat with Peter. He went fishing together with Peter on the boat. It's always important when we read the Bible to understand the context within which things are happening. When Jesus said to Peter, launch out to the deep, he wasn't on the shore talking to somebody on the boat. He was in the boat. How did he get to the boat? He went to the boat to preach. And after preaching, he didn't get off the boat. He still stayed on the boat. Peter was with him on the boat and there were other fishermen with him on the boat. And Jesus says, launch out. He said it as a partner with Peter. He was with him and the boat. The boat is like Peter's business. Jesus was there in the business. You know, many of us have Jesus in our hearts, but he's not in our boat. There are many Christians who say, well, I'm born again. But you know, when it comes to business, business is not church. Pastor, don't bring this Bible, Bible into business. Bible, Bible doesn't work in business. So you want Jesus on the shore, but not in the boat. You want him in your heart, but not in your boat. But Peter didn't just allow Jesus into his heart. He allowed Jesus into his business, into the mechanism of his business, into his boat. If you want him to participate in your life, then he has to be in your business. You're going to run your business the way he wants you to run it. Because you're not going to run a crooked business and expect Jesus to bless it. If you want him to bless your business, then you have to submit the business to him. And that's what Peter did. He submitted his boat to Jesus. He submitted the control of the boat to Jesus. If he hadn't, Jesus would not have the audacity. To tell him, launch out into the deep. He's not the captain of the boat. How did he have the audacity to say, launch out to the captain? Because the captain surrendered the authority of the boat to a greater captain. And that captain could now control what the captain would do. Jesus was not a fisherman. Jesus' job his natural profession was a carpenter. Carpenters operate on land with wood. 
fishermen operate on the water. One is a landman, the other is a waterman. And the landman is instructing the waterman how to do water job. If, if, if you were a Peter, he was a Ghanaian, you say, sir, have you been to fisherman's school? He's not been to fisherman's school, but he created the waters. He created the fish. And he created the boat, the wood that was used to make the boat. And every element on the boat originated from him. If he can hold the world together, he can hold your business together. If he can make the world fruitful, he can make your business fruitful. And that is what Jesus is saying. You're going to use the boat, same boat, same water, same Lake Gennesaret, same net. But now I'm going to show you where to function at your greatest advantage. And that's what Peter did. And when Jesus gets in, he says, launch out. And then he gives the second instruction, which is this, what we are dealing with today. Let down your nets for a catch. Let down your nets for a catch. There's an interesting observation here. You would not easily find it when you read uh, that from the English. You, you get it a little bit, but not fully. But when you read it in the Greek, you get it clearly. Because the Greek verbs can either be, just like English, can either be uh, plural or singular. When Jesus said, launch out into the deep, launch out, the verb is a singular verb. And when a singular verb is used, it means that the, the word is addressed to one person. You're one person. So when he said, launch out, launch out, you're. The person who is supposed to do the launching is one person. But when he said, your nets, your nets, the verb is plural. That is why in the English, the net is plural. Launch out your nets. So what does it mean when launch out is singular, your nets is plural? Jesus is saying, you can launch out alone. In every enterprise of life, you can launch out alone. You can do it all alone. You can go start all alone. But if you're going to get success, if your nets are going to catch some fish, you can't do it alone. You have to get a team, a, a people to work with you to achieve that. So there were more than one person in the boat. Peter, launch out. But all of you get involved in the lowering of the nets. Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Otebil, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Mensah Otebil. Email otebil at centralgospel.com or call 
plus 233 302 688 000.